The following is a hoop ball presentation. Ball in, ball out. It's a hoop ball presentation. Welcome back to your favorite Lakers podcast, Eric Noble, Dan Bezris, Eli Bauman. What's up, guys? Not much. Not much, Eric. Just a lovely Tuesday afternoon. Lovely Tuesday afternoon. I turned 36 yesterday. Which oh, my God. Makes me very old. Uh, <laughs> How does it feel? It turns out I am older than Dwayne Wade. That's one thing I learned because he's 35. Still. I think he's 36 in like three months or something, right? Right, right. Uh, I so, found yeah. one other player that was older than us. Now I've since forgotten who it was. No, we talked it about it. It was Jason, Terry, and Dirk. And Vince. And Vince. And Vince. Three. But I think there was a... I thought there was a third one. Chris, Jason Terry. Oh, that's right. The third. I thought there was a fourth. I'll figure this out. Jamal Crawford? I don't know. Okay. Doesn't Eric, matter. Eric, we're continue. Old. Eli's the oldest. Well, we're here, to, we're here to talk some Lakers. Yes. The doldrums of the offseason, late August, early September, but... Yeah, training kind of, camp. Yeah, not super doldrumy. There's some stuff happening. We got some news and some really good news. Really good and news. We are finally cleaning the slate entirely from the Mitch Kupchak, Jim Buss era. Yes, we are. Oh. Break break down the news for us, Dan. Well, can I just start before I even give the... No, I should give the news first. That's that's how you do news. You do it and then you talk about that's it. That's right. Uh, Luol Deng was officially bought out by the Lakers Uh the, as of the day when his contract for this season goes onto the books, right, which allows the Lakers to spend a lot of money on Dang this year and then very little for three additional seasons because of two factors. Uh, factor number one, he gave $7.5 million back what just to go play for Tom Thibodeau because we do know how this story turned out already. On Rosh Hashanah, let me just say, he's <laughs> yeah. a real mensch. Happy New Year, Luol. Uh, and his stretch provision, or the stretch provision, I should say, means that the Lakers only pay him $5 million a year for three following seasons. It's not like Bobby Bonilla. We don't have to pay him until oh 2040. I love the Bobby Bonilla contract. It's the best. <laughs> They're still paying him, the Mets, forever. Yeah, forever. It's like a million dollars for eternity. He'll be dead and still getting, like, collecting mad money. Yeah. The, from <laughs> Gotta the... get that Bonilla deal. You know, Magic had one of those contracts, too. Didn't Magic make... Like, didn't Magic get paid for, like, 25 years, I think? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. He, had he a, got that Bonilla money. He had Bonilla a crazy money. Bonilla deal. <laughs> um, so, Dan, what's the upshot for the, well, 2019? Uh, the upshot for 2019 is that by with Deng giving $7.5 back, it allowed the Lakers to clear just a shade more cap room, which was the difference between what they could offer Kawhi Leonard in the maximum contract to match all the other teams and what they would require to get NBA players with 10 years of service which includes Kevin Durant. So it just brought one more guy's maximum amount into the fold. The Lakers can now match any other team in the NBA for any of the superstars next offseason. That's a pretty good... That's pretty good. The captain of the ship, man. We're ready to go. And once again, we don't have to... You know, there was a lot of talk about how they were going to possibly move off this Luol Deng contract. Everyone was talking about attaching first-round picks, uh you know, other other packages that we could put together with real assets. And basically, we d- had to do none of that. And the dream of the Magic Johnson, Rob Palenka dream of two max caliber free agents by 2019 is still alive. It's, that's not so bad. I just want to personally <laughs> shout out Luol Deng for being my favorite um, yeah, how did Los it, Angeles Laker who never played a valuable minute and was a cap albatross. He is the, my absolute favorite. I can't. I'm, I feel. I hope. And this is what I was going to say before I even broke it down. I hope that everything ended on okay terms because he seemed like it did pretty poorly though. 
I think, well, yes. Uh, I think that he did. I do think that the <laughs> Luke magic Palinka regime basically were clear to him. I think before it may have been just kind of confusing. And it was like, why am yeah. I not really playing? Was for also, all he of us. did play in that first year. He played 59 games, which I was like, yeah. he did. Um, yeah, and then I okay. believed last year he played one game. <laughs> he played the first game. Yeah, thir- 13 minutes, I think it was, yeah, right? Yeah, never to be seen from again. Um, but by all accounts, he was like a very good teammate. The, his, the young guys really liked him. And I do think that even when stuff sucks, clarity really goes a long way. And I think just someone going like, look, you're not going to play the rest of the season. But we, re- but we really appreciate you. And like, we're going to try to work on your behalf does go somewhere. The one downside, I think he would have been good with LeBron. Yeah, we'll, we'll never know. We'll never, <laughs> we'll never know. But you know, I think he's still a really good player. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be rooting for him. I'm well, excited for him. There were times last season where I was like, "Why don't they just put him in? We kind of just need a warm body." Yeah, at the end of the year, we had about half the roster down. Right. Well, luckily, guys, we're going to find out how good of a player is because yeah, Thibodeau's going to give him 35 minutes a night probably oh this year. God. Yeah, he's going to you know until the wheels come off. They're on their way. They're wiggling. Have you guys? What's that commercial so, for? Where the green Jello explodes in the back seat of a car? Have you seen that one? I have no idea. Was Bill Cosby involved? Because he was the Jello. <laughs> no, spokesman. it's a very I different Jello explosion. I only think of him explosion. when I think of uh, <laughs> It's a much grosser explosion. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, we hate on Thibodeau so much, but all of his old players go back to him. Doesn't that? Well, because yeah, they're already like, ruined. Is that yeah. like a PTSD like yes, trauma? Like he's the right, domestic exactly. violence yeah. cycle. It's Ike Turner. It's the Ike <laughs> Turner of coaches. Like, please, baby, baby, please. Well, yeah. What's the What's the syndrome when you end up uh, falling in love with your captor? Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm. Stockholm yeah. Syndrome, yeah. yeah. I think there's a little bit of that. One of my favorite on lines from um, Die Hard because Die Hard has a lot of sneaky comedy in it, but they have like a, a haircut of a TV news anchor, and he goes on, and someone's like talking about the. Uh, uh, Stockholm syndrome, or actually, I think it's weird. Someone calls it like the Helsinki, and he goes, as in Helsinki, Sweden, <laughs> and like this, the the TV network guy like rolls his eyes. It's one of my favorite parts that really comes from nothing. Like he's a non-character in it. He's just like the guy wanted to say that they're douches. That was probably ad libbed. Yeah, maybe. Somebody maybe. Re- I guess they could have written it. Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, so that's we're set up. So is Joakim Noah going to the Wolves? Because Bobby Portis. Uh, put it out on Twitter that he's next. That Thibodeau is just going to get all this. I kind of thought Joakim Noah was on the, bo- the, the <laughs> Wolves already, but no, it's just Derek Rose, Derek Rose, Jimmy, Ta- Taj Gibson, right. Jimmy Butler, Lou Alding. That's so many. Players. They're all back. So man. many. Well, maybe that Kirk kind Heinrich's of coming back. yeah, he's from retirement. <laughs> maybe that kind of segues us to I think a, another thing, which is you know, so now we're set up for 2019. This is this is now the dream that was Rome uh, is alive. Um, one of the names on that, I, I guess I'll say my own personal bias. To me, the l- least appealing of the 2019 names, even though I love him as a player, but just based on the Thibodeau experience, is Jimmy Butler, who will be a free agent and I assume will be leaving Minnesota. Maybe yeah, that's he, not a healthy assumption. Yeah, he seems to hate it there. Yeah, and they're, unless they trade Carl Anthony Towns or something, which would make no sense. Yeah, seems doubtful. He, he is my kind of least appealing of the 
2019 targets, but let's 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 get into it because there was a recent article. Eric, go ahead. I mean, Jimmy Butler was part of my Jimmy Butler All Stars, which was characterized by like uh, wingmen, right, with kind of quiet personalities right. under First the radar. Of, what we thought Kawhi was, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Well, Kawhi, all a lot of these players on the free agent roster are are part of my Jimmy Butler All Stars. Him, Clay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Chris Clay. Middleton, another K. There you go. I like Chris Middleton. Me too. I'm I'm dead serious. Yeah. My favorite thing about Jimmy Butler, he has an aquarium in his home that's in the shape of a boombox. <laughs> <laughs> that's is that commissioned or is that did he like go to a aquarium store? You can get that no, at Petco. <laughs> it's, it's easy. He commissioned it and he's really proud of it. It's beautiful. It's what kind beautiful of fish aquarium. you got in there? Yeah, some real exotic fishes. Oh, exotic fish. Some betas. Those are the ones that fight, right? Yeah, I think NBA players are really into betas. <laughs> Beta yeah. fighting fish. What's the who, who said mad exotic fruit? That's like something <laughs> from our past. Someone said mad exotic fruit. <laughs> All right, anyway, like I would say let's keep going. So, uh, there, so there was a. I like Jimmy Butler, but I agree with you. I mean, his the wheels on there are a little old, and I, right. you know, I think his best years are behind him. He's like my dad's very old Mercedes that barely worked, but was cool. Awesome. Yeah, um, okay. I wish I could disagree. He terrifies me because the whole uh, last year I thought was a perfect example of why you don't want Jimmy Butler on your team. He carried that team right for fifty something games. Tried to play through what appeared to be a pretty significant knee injury, yeah. and then blew out his meniscus. Right. Oh. The thing that makes him a great teammate also makes him a bad investment, which yeah. is he's just he's, he's a soldier. He's a soldier. He's going to push through too much. It reminds me of like running backs in the NFL right now. Where it's like these guys who rack up four four hundred carries a season, which is what you would want out of a player, and they're tough and they don't come out, but yeah, they their last careers five years. are super short. So anyway, the, the, the part of where this is going is that there was also some reporting that came out because the Lakers seem to not be able to not leak stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think this is true because it was like Ramona Shelburne, who's pretty much as tapped into the Lakers as anyone, that the Laker front office prefers Clay Thompson to Kawhi Leonard as far as their free agent targets. I, I was wondering what you guys think about this. I can't imagine that's true. You can't imagine it's true? Or I don't it, think it's true. And why, why not? Because Kawhi is better. Okay. He's just a better basketball player. I don't, yes, I, I agree. But is he a better fit? I think would be would be my question. I think he's so good that he is a better fit. <clears throat> right. That's my take. Like you figure out a way to make it work with someone. Kawhi's right. a top five player in the NBA when he's healthy, <laughs> that and is Clay true. is definitely not. He's good. He's good. Right. He's, the difference is Kawhi can create on his own. Clay can. Yeah. Can Clay can't? Cannot. I mean, he's a spot up shooter. I know, but I've seen him take people off the dribble. But he's big. If, if that's the focus of the offense, I mean, he'll. If someone's like closing out on him, it'll go around. But I don't think he's gonna one on one. I know what you, I know him. what you're saying. He's not gonna. You're not gonna draw up a ISO. last last play shot that isn't a screen to set him up exactly. for a three. Here's I'm gonna go the other direction. I'm buying what uh, Magic and uh, Palinka are selling. And here's here's my line. First of all, I would I'm not going to argue that Clay is a better player than Kawhi. In fact, I don't even think it's particularly close. The reason why I like Clay, especially based on what is going on with Kawhi now, is I do think Kawhi, whereas everyone thought he just kind of wanted to fade into the background, that is clearly not true. He wants to be a star. He wants to be the centerpiece of a championship team. 
I also think when you're when you have LeBron, we've seen that spot up shooters are the best compliment for him. And basically you'll have the best spot up shooter maybe in the history of the league, maybe of all time on your team. And he, once again, he he also checks a lot of Kawhi boxes, just not in as bold of ink. He's a two-way player. He's quiet and like won't crave attention, which, you know, whatever. Who knows with Kawhi anymore. And also, he is a champion champion pedigree. He he won't be afraid of big moments. They're both weirdos, but Clay is the more <laughs> endearing weirdo. Exactly. At this point. That's right. I like to think of myself as an endearing weirdo, so I appreciate that. <laughs> that's kind of our podcast calling card, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Endearing. Yeah. Three that's our, en- our slogan. Endearing weirdos. Yeah. I, mm, I so don't you're know. still not buying it. I'm, I'm still not buying it. I just, you're not buying my airtight case. <laughs> it's. I just. No, you're right. I mean, you're, there's. You're definitely not wrong. You're probably right. I might be more wrong than I'd you. I put are. Kevin Durant ahead of Clay too. Oh yeah, he's a better player, and it feels like he's more prime to leave. Than Clay doesn't it feel like Clay wants to stay in Golden State? Yeah, I, by the way, I don't. Brother. I don't think he's coming. Yeah, he's got Steph. Those two guys could just be Warriors forever. Yep, they'll be beloved in the Bay Area. But for how 40 do they pay years. him? If if you're him, and let's say they come to you, I obviously there's good trust there. But let's say Bob Myers and Steve Kerr say, "We really, really want you here, but in order to keep this team together, you could have to get ten million dollars less than the max," which is, I think, kind of how it works out if they want to. Either he or guys. Draymond, right? Like one of them has to. I think maybe both of them. Hmm. What do I you? Don't know. What do you do, Eric? What do you think? I, I I mean, I think they're 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 okay just taking less money. I don't think they're really bothered by that. Yeah. Um, if these guys are investing properly, they're at a point now where it's, what is? But there is there, uh, and I don't know how these things work. But there is legitimate pressure among elite players because I know there was even a little bit of blowback when Luol Deng took that buyout which is the players association does not want you to take anything less than what you that's have true. earned and deserve that's true chris paul there was a lot of talk about like well maybe chris paul will take a discount because he's 30 whatever and wants to win a championship this is probably his last contract he did not do no that. he did not he is the president of the players association uh and lebron i think is the vice president is that correct lebron is also very high up in the players yeah and like you've noticed, LeBron has also never taken a pay cut. Yeah, they want to screw over the. It's them versus the owners, right? But you're also you're also helping your brethren. Like you, right. you in directly affect what happens below you. The top of the top needs to get what they earn, what they deserve because they the they float all the other boats. So I don't. I don't know enough about how the salary cap works to know what it necessarily means for Golden State, but I believe uh, because Kevin Durant has uh, a player option for next year, if he's not on the books, the Warriors have $40 million committed to Steph, 18 to both Green and Iguodala, 7 and change to Sean Livingston, and that's basically it after this coming season. So they don't have a whole lot of actual bodies on the books although many of them are making it when is draymond's contract up not this year next after year? the following season yeah okay. so if they pay durant and thompson if those guys stay and make a boatload of money then they probably can't bring draymond back like he'd have to take right. half of what he deserves and, and he's already on record as saying he's not taking a discount at all no so one he of those guys he gone. hasn't gotten paid yet right he has uh, not. Not at least to that level. No. Like, cause I mean, Steph that's why Curry, right, that's why Curry was like, no, I'm getting every cent because I took the discount already. Right. 
Um, so I don't know. I think I get the feeling that next year, 2019, 2020, that's probably the last year of the Warriors having... Maybe this is the last year of them having four. Yeah, because I, I also think... I feel like Durant might be gone. Yeah, this is the last year. That's my prediction. At least down to three of the four, right? Right. Yeah. Well, if Durant leaves, then they play pay Clay. I mean, that makes right. it super easy for them. Hmm. I still think Durant is going. I saw Durant and Kyrie are, are playing this summer. I think Kyrie's gone too. That's just my suspicion. But there's a lot of smoke. There is a lot of smoke. I, man, that's hard to imagine. As a Lakers podcast, I feel like we'd all be okay with Kyrie just peaced out on Boston. Yeah, because I, like <laughs> I like Kyrie. I like Kyrie. I find it hard to hate him. His handling is his his ball handles are the greatest maybe Insane. ever. Yeah. Oh. Ever. Ugh. Can we say ever? Uh. Yeah. Though I will say I watched a someone made a highlight reel of white chocolate Jason Williams. Oh, recently. those were pretty good. I mean, just so much fun, right? I mean, Jesus. He had that, but like when he came into the league, everybody wanted to try to like tamp him down. It was that right. crazy. Yeah. He was the Yasiel Puig of the NBA. That's right. <laughs> By the way, you're the Dodgers expert. Is Yasiel Puig... I feel like he's not considered a, like a malcontent anymore. Except if, except by the Giants, which as a Dodger fan well, is all you want. screw them. Yeah. yeah. But like in, in the clubhouse, right? He's, he's, yeah, he's liked good. at this point. Yeah. He gives like a big wet kiss to their hitting coach every time he hits a home run. That's weird. But it's weird. A but real Les Moonves move. He's a real endearing weirdo. Um, I, I'm, if I'm the Lakers, I'm still going... I'm taking everything I've got in my in the suitcase. Kawhi, Kawhi corner. In the Kawhi corner. Right. Because he's still relatively young. Yeah. You know, you can you can turn a malcontent into a not so malcontent, a content, I guess. Yeah. A uh, content. Pretty quickly by putting him on a team that wins a bunch and just like makes him the priority. And he's got cornrows. And that in this <laughs> and day and age, that's, that's still like a sign you're just a baller. We haven't done a lot of like hair and fashion analysis on the pod well, lately. We're I, in the off season. That's my specialty. Yeah, Dr. Noble. <laughs> that's good stuff. He's a doctor of, uh, of hair. He bought a house in Toronto, by the way. That's the latest Kawhi. on Kawhi. Yeah. Spurs fans say, who gives a crap? He owns a house in San Antonio. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And LeBron owns two in L.A. You got to get right. to two before we and know you're like, living and there. And they're like, I think, on the same block. <laughs> they are so. on the same block. They're not far from here, actually. No, they're not. It's we so, should make a pilgrimage. We really should. Let's just yeah. want... It's just Let's uphill. Let's not spray paint a racist comment on his gate. Did that yeah. happen in L.A. or did that happen in... That was in L.A. In so it'd be, fu- oh, it'd be fun. Well, I'm funny is maybe not the right word, but weird to like spray paint a racial slur, but like not one that r- relates to black people. <laughs> You just can, like a like an anti-Jewish uh, well, remark. We've got we've got those in spades. Come visit Dan in Oildale. That's right. Um, so, I mean, do we? Th- I I wax and wane on the Lakers free agency stuff. I feel really good some days, and I feel kind of pessimistic other days. I you mean, mean, with the cadre of weirdos that we have now, or the or not, upcoming twenty nineteen. I know that there's this whole driver's seat thing, having the money, but. Do any of these guys, like, I want, as a Laker fan, I'm putting away the pragmatism for a few seconds, I want Kawhi Leonard on this team badly. I want Kevin Durant on this team badly. Either of those two guys makes the Lakers a championship contender immediately. I'm not sure any of the other guys makes you a championship contender you don't overnight. Think Clay, you don't think Clay does. You're kind of down on Clay. I'm a little down on Clay. But I, he's uh, one of the... Five best defenders in the league, too. Wing defenders. Maybe three best wing defenders. He's definitely yeah. one of the two best shooters. He's not a locker room problem. 
I'm going to try to convince you this. I, I think you're, I think you're off. I just, well, where do we, where do we have the Lakers right now? I guess that's, I, Lakers to me are like four or five seed territory in yeah. the West. Yeah. Thereabouts. I don't know that Clay moving from Golden State to LA, if that's the only change that happens, if you just moved Clay from the Warriors to the Lakers, I think I still have the Warriors as the favorite. Oh, the Warriors in a with, head-to-head battle between those two teams, Curry and Durant and Green. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I necessarily disagree with that, but yeah, I think we become champions. It all depends on our young guys. How yes, much that's right. You know how much better they get. Right, they're not going to be the same version that is this year. So who's your who is everyone's preferred guy? Oh, is it Kawhi for everybody? No, I'm Clay. You're Clay. I'd rather have You're Clay, Clay over Kawhi. Kawhi. Yeah. Okay. What I'm, about you? I'm riding that. I'm Kawhi. I. The, Kevin Durant obviously is right, I don't, yeah. an amazing player, but my heart's not into him. I don't want him. I also don't think he's I don't coming. want you. Yeah. <laughs> well, can we can we throw in a, a another wrinkle because this would be my absolute first. Yeah, pick, wrinkle it. And there is some there's some breaking smoke. Breaking, breaking smoke. smoke. <laughs> like you know when like the 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 Pope is named and they release yeah. the smoke out the top. All right. What's the breaking smoke? The breaking smoke is that Anthony Davis. Oh has just changed agents and signed with Rich Paul. If you are not familiar with Rich Paul's work, he is the agent of one Lebronius Jameis. I've heard of him. Recent Laker acquisition, if you didn't know. Wait, does he also represent Kentavious Caldwell Pope? He sure sure does. And and (laughs) without uh, getting anyone fined anymore, you might be able to uh, piece together... That Kentavious Caldwell Pope, member of the 2016-2017 Lakers, or sorry, 2017-2018 Lakers, um, you can talk to his agent throughout the year. I mean, specifically about that player, but you're on the phone. Who knows what goes on in those phone conversations? Yeah, your conversations in the background, yeah, the TV's sometimes, on. sometimes, you know, you're just like, oh, did you see LeBron uh, play in that, <laughs> and, uh, against uh, Indiana? <laughs> uh, looks good. Looks looks real good. Yeah, I really liked what J.R. Smith was doing next to that guy. Yeah, who is represent. that guy? Oh, you know him? You know that guy? You know LeBron James? He's a big fellow. Oh, he seems man. Good. Just hypothetically, uh, I think he'd, he'd be great over here. So what you're Just saying is that when you're talking to LeBron James's agent this year, you could say something like, you know what I really like are guys that don't manicure their eyebrows. <laughs> Do you know anybody who fits that description? You you could. You Although I guess he did cut it, didn't he? He yeah, finally he shaved it. Did he really? I yeah. think he did. What? That yeah. breaks my heart. I know. Well, you know, he's got to change. You got to change with the times. Hair fashion. Yeah, I, I loved it. I loved the unibrow. <laughs> it's a Eric signature. Eric has yeah. two thumbs up on the brow. Yeah. Um, so I do have a little bit of bad No, go ahead, Eric. No, please. Uh, the bad news on that is Anthony Davis is signed for three full years. Uh this one and then two following seasons. Right. So, so you'd have to trade for him. Yes. And then extend him. Extend him, yeah. The Pels are not going to trade him. What if what <laughs> if he says what if he does the uh the Kyrie? He says I'm leave I'm I'm out. I would I demand I demand a trade. I would. If I if I'm the Lakers in that situation, I would give everything that Me too. I own. You sell the farm. In the way that I wouldn't have sold the farm for Kawhi. So, like, just just to put my cards on the table, 
that's that's the guy that you move heaven and earth for. He's incredible. I, LeBron and Anthony Davis is a championship team, and I don't really care Easy. what kind of flotsam and jetsam you have behind it. You don't even need any jetsam or yeah. flotsam. You can just you run can those two flots- guys. You can use some flotsam. Okay, a couple bits of flotsam. Yeah. You only need those two guys. On the- Anthony Davis can just stay on the defensive end. LeBron James can just hang out on the offensive end of the floor. Yeah. And, the th- and the three of us, the ultimate flotsam. Yeah, the ultimate. Oh, would, my God. That would be so would, great. Imagine just playing on that team. <laughs> I would, I would love that. I got six fouls to give. Remember who was it? I'll grab an ankle. Who is it? That guy? Oh, Robert Sacre. Remember him? Oh, of course. He would yeah. come in for two minutes a game and have four fouls by the end of it. Oh yeah, Scott Pollard did the heck out yeah, of people. Yeah, Scott Pollard. Yeah, you're right. He was kind of the original. When I think of Scott Pollard, I think of officials explaining to Scott Pollard that he brought his arms forward. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally. It's like the they had like a recording of that that they would just when they yeah. knew they had a Scott Pollard game, they'd just be like, "Okay, just press the Pollard, <laughs> just press the Pollard button." He was specifically just for Shaq. Like, he yes, he was. Yeah, totally. Outside yeah. of Shaquille O'Neal, this Shaq is... had designated foulers, exactly. like on almost every Brad team. Brad Miller, like Matt Geiger. Brad Miller was good though. Yeah, Brad I guess. Miller made a few All Star teams. He could yeah. pass. Yeah, he was slow as hell, though. He was slow, but he was mean. He was, like, legit mean. <laughs> he in, he induced Shaq's haymaker. Yeah, that's right. Didn't didn't hit him. Shaq was a very poor puncher, accuracy-wise. <laughs> Remember, he missed Barkley, too. Come on, Shaq. Maybe he yeah, didn't not want. Great. I'm telling you, man. Um, Anthony Davis is making, by the way, $25.5 million, $27, and then $28 million a year the next three years. Nope, that sounds no crazy problem. low. It does sound low. When he signed the well, that's deal, his second contract, right? He he's not at third contract money, right? That's a pretty big. I mean, when he signed, it was a five-year, hundred and twenty-seven million dollar extension. It sounded right. like a lot at the time, and now Chris Paul's making thirty million more than <laughs> Jesus that, Christ. a year less. Also, Rondo, his boy, a current Laker. Mm-hmm. I, it sounded like Anthony Davis was pretty pissed off about the New Orleans offseason. Well, yeah, he hated Rondo leaving, and he was not happy about Cousins leaving. And yeah, they're a mess of an organization. It they seems are like. a mess. They are a mess. Uh, when does camp start for for the NBA? I, I'd it's a good question. It's I'll look it up. up. What are going to be our like team activities? <laughs> like our I don't know our extracurricular recreational activities. I hope it's like an actual summer camp, and they just do like <laughs> archery <laughs> and like capture the flag, riflery. Yeah, riflery, uh, arts and crafts. Like they put on a like a play of like Jesus Christ Superstar at the end. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen. I've seen. Um, the Lakers have been playing a lot of like pickup and at the facility mm-hmm. this off season. So I feel like our training camp has already started because everyone's just in L.A. Um, but I saw. Yeah, they had like a full scrimmage with like Kuzma and KCP and uh, your boy Alex Caruso, and uh, I think LeBron was there for a minute and uh, Rondo. Has any have any of us seen a Laker? outside or just on the street or no i told you the only guy town. i saw was bebe noguera it was the damnedest thing well, I, I saw Shaq at a gas station once yeah i saw i, I think <laughs> i separately saw Shaq at a oh, gas th- station was it at the unical on in, uh, van eyes and, and uh, uh, i saw him at Ventura. a different i saw him at a different one i saw him um at balboa the one on bob on balboa and ventura yeah he must have lived in the valley yeah well he frequented stevie's creole cafe on Balboa and Ventura. That's fantastic. Did he go to Tai and I? <laughs> I don't or know Bamboo or uh, but Benihana? I'm, I'm Probably surprised Benihana. none of us have seen a Laker out in Balboa. Well, weird. I've seen many of them at the ESPYs, so cheating. Yeah, that yeah. And you, uh, you have as well. 
Yeah, but as an unofficial capacity. Just like wandering down the road. I no. guess we need to just chill in the South Bay. I was going to say, I was just in Manhattan Beach yesterday, yeah, and I kind of thought I might run into one, but uh, to no avail. The only, I think the only LA athlete I've run into was former Dodgers pitcher Kevin Brown. Oh, at I the, hated Kevin Brown. At the In-N-Out in Sherman Oaks. <laughs> <laughs> This is yeah, he's eating a little too much in and out when he was He on was the on the DL. That was when he was hurt and he yeah. was sporting uh like a classic classic baseball look of somebody like probably a not from like a goatee. A goatee. <laughs> it was yeah. it was a white polo which baseball players that's that's the go-to and jean shorts. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was great. And I did I went up and I asked him, "Are you coming back this year?" And he said, "Yes." And he, and he did, did not, not come back that You're, year. He saved you. He did also, did, did he order the double-double with the steroids into the double-double? Because yeah, he I was think definitely was... named on all of the steroid reports. All of them. The size of that man was out of control. Yeah, and like, oh, he was not good, and then he's the best pitcher. And then his arm fell off. And then his arm fell it's off. It's a classic the, trajectory. They call it the Eric Gagne. They, oh, those were fun years. That yeah. man was so puffy and for then two his, years. And then his arm fell then off. his arm fell off. Training camp, by the way, uh, the global games... Start on the 21st the, of September. What the hell are the global games? games? I don't know. Um, training camp opens for everybody. <laughs> the noble games. Not involved in the global games on September 25th. So it's exactly two weeks from today. <laughs> Sorry, I need more information on the global games. I don't know. Is that is that the NBA Africa stuff? That already happened, though, I think. Yeah, that happened. I don't know what the hell the global right. games are. There's so no way September to click 25th. into it. I want to click into it to find out more, but it's not. Doesn't Is it usually in Hawaii? Isn't it... Uh... That's where they usually start off camp. You know more than we do. Okay, that's where college basketball starts. They have like the Hawaii Classic or something. Uh, NBA preseason. The first game is September twenty eighth. So that's the first actual competitive game. There is uh, NBA China games on October fifth and eighth. Okay, eighth. Are we involved in that? Uh, Mavericks and Seventy Sixers. And preseason ends on the twelfth, and the season starts four days later. Oh my god, we're um. We're five weeks right now, I think. Am I counting that right? From NBA opening night? From today? October 16th? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. On the nose. Yeah. Five-week countdown, guys. Oh, my God. Very excited. I'm so excited. I'm very excited. Although, Lakers don't play until Thursday of that week. Who's the opener? Uh, I know this. I can do this off the top of my head. I think it's Boston again. The return of Gordon Hayward. Yeah, let's see if someone's foot falls off again. Sixers, I think, are involved, and I think it's like Warriors Thunder in the late game. All right, that's fair. I can double check on that, but I'm pretty sure. I'm oh. pretty excited about it, and it's not a Lakers game. Me too. Oh, also, Eric, I placed some bets. So yes. Let's talk. yes. Oh, my I don't God, remember so what glad. they are, but uh, I mean, I could look, but we should maybe for next time, I'll tell you what the bets are. We, we talked about almost all of them on this podcast. I know, but I love them. Yeah, <laughs> that's we'll what, talk about him on the my, next one. One of my favorite parts of all of this stuff. So last topic. Right? Sure. Do we yeah. Have uh, footage has come out of Lonzo Ball's shot and it's less hideous than before. Oh, yeah. I forgot we were going to talk about that. Yeah. That's nice. Not as bad. Now, it was a really well produced video. <laughs> it of was. Lonzo Ball shot. It was. So it was I don't clearly know. distributed by someone on his like yeah. social media team. Can we point out the fact that Eric is sporting at this podcast recording a moderate baller brand t-shirt? That's how I roll, man. Eric, how did you come into that t-shirt? Let's plug uh I actively went on Amazon, searched for <laughs> it and paid hard-earned money for this bad boy. <laughs> I wanted 
I, I took many steps to get a moderate baller <laughs> brand shirt. <laughs> yeah, like at, you were like deep into the web. Yeah, you had like uh, multiple tabs <laughs> open. Comparing prices. Yeah. <laughs> really shopping around for the best one. Did your I guy got, Ducky and the dark web point you in the right direction? No. No, this was a above board Amazon purchase. I got to I got to give uh, credit to the, the maker of this shirt. A lot of times when you buy kind of novelty shirts, the quality of the shirt isn't isn't that good it's like yeah. you know your kind of generic husky tea this looks of <laughs> this is very quite form-fitting and looks soft by my calculations is that yeah. correct you want to you want to touch me you want to touch my Eli, shirt get a feel on that shirt i mean yeah i'll cop a feel yeah, hold on, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah lean in on. there Shh. here we go some more less moon vest he's rubbing his shirt Ooh. yeah very nice very nice, nice. Shirt. quality very nice. shirt quality well, shirt i thought that lonzo was not going to be tinkering with his shot this summer it's, uh, they did a little, uh, they did a little misdirection. Tinker. I will say it's not a full tinker, or I guess uh, I guess it is a full tinker, but it's not a full change. <laughs> I guess tinker by definition. Yeah, is we need small. a scale here. But it it, it it's uh, it's not a full. Isn't it still a, has a weird sweep to the to the left, but yeah. not but about half as, as there was much. an adjustment. There was a tinker, but there was not a change. Again, this this makes me nervous for his performance this next season it's, what it what about it i i just think i don't know i you don't I, like I, that they're changing anything or you don't like the specific change yeah i i well i haven't seen the the footage yet but i don't like that they're changing anything i think it hopefully they focused a lot more on other aspects of the game that's right he I'm still hoping. has to be yeah taking the ball to the hole and yeah also did he ever i feel like he didn't get that meniscus surgery i feel like that was total horse Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to that? Well, there were rumors that his own team leaked it so that he wouldn't get traded for Kawhi, hmm. which now makes a lot of sense because I have not heard, I have not read anything that indicates that he actually got that surgery. And I've been watching him play pickup. Yeah, I don't remember how that, I don't remember how that shook out at all. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually, I'm thumbs up on shot tinkering. Me too. I'm, I'm gonna thumbs take, up. I'm that take thing the other was side. too weird. There was it too was, many pieces in it. It was fugly. It was it was like Kevin Martin plus yeah some other weird stuff going on yeah um and mostly you know I think I might be I think I might be more on Dr Noble's side if LeBron had not come to L A like focus exclusively on finishing because you're gonna be right right going but these guys need to learn how to shoot a little they bit they really do you're not gonna be able to stay on the court otherwise but I do think that and we've talked about this before on the podcast the Lakers get clobbered for not having any of these guys that are like known three-point shooters right but most of the guys are not horrible three-point shooters they're no. all like mid 35 yeah. yeah yeah we need a 40 in there that'd be swell but it's not like you know, we didn't put Alfred Payton on the team, right? Who's like a sixteen percent three point shooter. A lot right. of the, these guys can not stand Tony out Allen. there, right? Exactly. I also, I've, uh, I and I don't know. This could be way off base, and we're gonna watch half a season and go like, "Oh my god, no one can make a shot on this team." But also, part of the theory was they wanted guys who could do other stuff. So, yeah. if you also tell those guys like, "Look, you can do twenty five percent less stuff." Just like the threat of you being able to drive and pass and post up or whatever is 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 something we want, but like really you focus on shooting, focus on threes, these guys might get better. It is conceivable that like an unguarded Lance Stevenson who doesn't have to do much 
I just, might be able to make threes. I, I don't think so. <laughs> for, <laughs> that, well, spe- screw you, for that Debbie Downer. Sp- that specific example. Yeah. And generally, Eric, Eric is so general, negative today. Yeah. No, but I'm with Eric on that one. This time I'm back. I'm on right, team. Screw Dr. you. Noble. I'm going to get frosted tips and a frosted goatee <laughs> and I'll see you at the in and out. But it's just Lance, though. I think that was what we were taking. Okay. I was trying umbrage. to use an extreme example. That was where we took umbrage. Rondo, maybe. Rondo, yeah, he's actually not that horrible. I, I'm going to look it up while we're talking about this. I feel like he was like 36% from downtown last year. Right. Or something or, less awful than Or like Kuzma or one of those guys. I feel like some of those guys might creep up to 40%, and we, and that might be nice. That might be enough. I could see Kuz doing that. Yeah, Kuz. Uh, Kuzma last year was 37% from downtown. Yeah. Not horrible. I will. Workable. Uh, Rookie season. I mean, I'll, this is like... I'll frost tips my pubes if... Oh God, Kuzma is above forty percent by gonna, the end of the year. We're going to take your word on that one. I think mm. verification. That's so not part of the deal. Rondo uh, in Chicago was actually almost thirty-eight percent from downtown last year with the Pels. He was thirty-three. Um, if you take the last like five years, roughly as a as kind of an average, he's in that thirty-three, thirty-four range. So. Yeah, I mean, if if he was your example of a guy who was just like, hey, exclusively shoot three pointers between April and October. I mean, if he's thirty seven to thirty eight percent this year, which he has done before, that's yeah. workable. And they're just gonna all be wide open, wide open. They're gonna be wide open. <laughs> no one's gonna be guarded at all no. on no. this team. And then what was Ingram last year? Like he wasn't as bad as people thought. Thirty eight. No, he's good. I'm guessing Whatever. thirty thirty six. Shocker, Playing a little Eric guessing went game. down. Well, <laughs> while I Google it, uh, the final number on Brandon Ingram, his sophomore season from downtown, 39% Ooh. on the nose. And on that, very low volume. <laughs> very low volume. Well, Eli's dropping the mic and getting the F out of Dodge. Um, I think that's about it, right? Are we actually done? One yeah. last thing. I oh. have... Uh, I have an announcement to make on my social media. I have, for now, officially quit Twitter. I am off. You're off. And I've been off for a significant amount of time, and I don't think I'm ever coming back. Though, oh, let me ask you guys one question. I think I might come back exclusively (laughs) for Laker things. Exclusively. I like that. I I have two possible names to come up with or to uh, choose between, and they're basically the same name. One is Nick Van Excellence. (laughs) And one is Nick Van Sexel. So definitely the latter. Chew on that's, that. That's chew on that. So at Eli Bauman is is officially Def- retired. Defunct. It might not even work. No, I don't think it did. I tried to I, to tag you on something, and it said you know system system error. It's also thirty days. I think you like officially deactivate, and I think Dude, I'm at like twenty. How are you going to maintain your social connections? I'm really nervous for you. <laughs> the same way you have, Eric, by just normal human interaction and not making myself miserable. That's quite an undertaking. For a man with a one in, what are we at now? Eight one eight, uh, almost two month old child. No, one month old child. What is it now? To 9/11? not be on social media. To yeah, stay in touch with, to Never stay forget. in t- touch with other humans while also not sleeping ever. You know what? It turns out there's only very few humans I want to stay in touch with. Oh, all right, that works. There's th- these people in the room, <laughs> and uh, like a handful, like six others maybe. And also, you can send a lot of texts and emails at four in the morning. Yeah. When the child Who do is I need to talk to? freaking out. Just wake some people up if you got it. Yeah. F them. That's uh, right. That'll do it, ladies and gents. 
This is ball in, ball out, a hoop ball presentation. I'm the only man left you can contact on Twitter if you want to tell us anything about well, it. Nick, Nick, Van, <laughs> Nick Van Sexel will be up. <laughs> so, Albert, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, I am at Dan Bespris, and these two gentlemen are not at anything. They're just real-life Eli Bauman and Dr. Eric Noble. We're at your hearts. They're at your <laughs> hearts, coming at you live from Dan's dining room. Uh, have a wonderful week or two. We'll be back at you soon. Hopefully some more news coming up. Take care. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.